What's going on? Welcome to the Survivor Analyst Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Mims, and we are back to recap episode five of Survivor 41. Another another good episode here to recap, and here with me, as always, to recap Survivor, and that is Dustin King. <laughs> I was just, I was going I was going to do this voice, you know, to introduce myself, but I thought that maybe that was a little too much. But I did it anyways, but you know, at least thought maybe this way it'll actually be funny instead of me just doing it out of nowhere. Probably, right. probably not, but it's okay. So we it was a full episode. We had so much going on. We had idols we had beware advantages we had Shipwell island with another advantage and 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 uh people snooping through bags and immunity challenges and uh, all kinds of craziness and oh man uh where to where to begin um i don't know you're the one that takes the notes you're, you should know John. well let's talk about at the beginning where Jeannie, she's, I, this is what's crazy to me is how, why is Jeannie so trusting of Shan and Ricard? Just because they voted with you last time to vote out JD does not mean that you are in tight with them now. They, these are the same people that just blindsided you freaking two, two, you know, when you, they voted out Brad. So I don't know why she's like, oh, we're, we're tight group with us three, we're, we're in it together. I'm going to go help us out by finding this beware advantage. And sure enough, Jeannie finds the beware advantage. And she goes like, oh, I need to go. I need to go tell uh, Ricard, Jan. And I'm like, why? Why are you doing that? You do not need to do that. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so listening and reading to some of her ex interviews, because that's, that's the part, like, Usually outside of me and Josh talking about this and watching the show, I pay no attention to <laughs> generally to what's going on, like what other people are saying besides the exit interviews, because like it offers a little bit more uh, into what the people are actually thinking, gives us something concrete to kind of work with instead of just being like theory crafting, which we usually do with most of the things. So she said that she got scared. Like, she was playing with a lot of fear at that point. She got to, like, all of her, you know, her one of her closest people and Brad go down. They This is, what, the third in a row that she lost? The third tribal council that in a row that they've been, through, been to. So, I get it. Uh, it makes sense that she, you know, started to become a little skittish and was hoping to rely more on... Uh, something that she, I think in her own words, she felt was greater than that 16 point whatever percent chance of using the shot in the dark to save herself was trying and hoping to rely on Shan because apparently Shan is just like the best person ever. Apparently like everybody loves (laughs) Shan. Everybody thinks that Shan is their number one. Shan was not even a target at this tribal and even they called her out on it at tribal council and she was like oh no like they were they they were sitting around camp together all alone so i know they were probably talking about me don't think that i'm safe and i was like get get real shan you know you safe you know everybody thinks that you know you're the tightest alliance with them then they're not going to vote you out 
But of course she had to play it that way. I don't even I mean at that point just say it with your chest, yeah. Like <laughs> like I am running this show right so, now. Say it like you said that oh Brad was my number or Brad thought I was his number one and, and yeah. he didn't have that. So just go ahead. Just go ahead and throw it on him, Shan. You know what? Don't <laughs> don't be scared. You know, cause you wouldn't be lying. Like even if she said it. Even if she walked up and was like, You got a can't hold a candle to me <laughs> what were they going they ain't going to vote her out they ain't like rec- <laughs> Shan or Jeannie finds this thing and she brings it over there to Ricard and Shan and she's like oh look well, and then Shan is, she's pretty smart because instantly she's like alright whoa hold up now well, you know you gotta think about this because you know, if you open this up and the people over there on Luvu have not found it yet, you're going to lose your vote. And we're only three people. And so your vote now, especially more than ever, is really important. So if you open this and someone else doesn't find theirs, you're going to lose your vote. Let's just hold off. We'll put it back up. And then if we will we'll go to tribal council, I mean, we'll go to the, the immunity challenge and we'll listen and see if anybody else says their phrases. And then, you know, we'll come back and we'll open it up as a group. Yeah. I I would have. Okay. So I, at the very beginning, I wouldn't have told him about it. Like period. Cause, and again, this is all completely, you know, Shan, social skills i guess um because if i if i was genie it feels super obvious that i'm on the bottom no matter no matter what like this whole time ricard and shan have voted together y'all i mean sure there was a couple times that maybe y'all did work together and you feel kind of close to them but you got to think a little bit more critically than that and which genie wasn't and and again chop it up to the fear she said she got you know little skittish and that ended up kind of getting in her way because at that point like i said you got to know you're on the bottom so you might as well get it you know if y'all lose and they're not activated you're gonna have to, you're really gonna need to rely on the shot in the dark anyway so i don't think can you, you can't even use a shot in the dark though if you can't even vote that's the thing can you not no, because uh, okay. See, somebody like, else was not able to do all that. these all these rules aren't getting clear clarified like, I don't remember. Yeah, it's crazy. It, like, they didn't clarify, like, the whole until merge thing until this episode, I'm pretty sure, right? Like, you can't vote until well, merge. It, it was on the parchment if you read it, but, like, it hasn't specifically been said, I don't think. No, it hasn't. So, and what am I supposed to do? Pause it and read it? What am I, you? No. I have read no, it, and there's no. a lot of interesting things on some of the other ones that I can mention. Well, then please go ahead, enlighten me. Let me know so I can well, have a better understanding. I mean, it was on. It's on the knowledge is power advantage that I've got a lot of more information. But we will get there. They they put it up, and Shan, she's just itching. She's like, you know what? I just I didn't want her to have the power. You know, I, like do I do I do I. Um, open it but well, they have a they have a, a you know like a foolproof in this extra vote because if if in case she opens it can't vote that would mean all oh, crap it's a tie between genie and ricard's vote it's a one one tie what happens there um and then 
she has that extra vote that she got from JD. And so she gives that extra vote to Ricard because like, oh, if I can't vote, then I might not be able to even give this to you. But we found out from Brad that she could have kept it and just gave it to him before tribal council. And then he could have used it. But uh, it was smart because like, hey, you have the extra vote. That means you can have two over Jeannie just in case we do lose and no one has found it. Uh, And so she does... Do you think it was a smart idea for Chan to take that risk? I mean, I guess so, because it wasn't really a risk because they had the extra vote. Right. It, it, um, yeah, it paid off. Like, she got lucky that all of them were found. Um, I don't know. It depends on what, what exactly this thing is next week, whether or not. Like, it ended up being smart because it worked out. But if it hadn't worked out and the next, uh, in the following week, there's whatever it's going to be apparently some people just don't think it's going to be a swap or something <laughs> um uh then it could have been bad what do you think of ricard going like oh, and shannon was like well what kind of story are we going to have to tell the genie and he's like well we ain't gotta tell her nothing we're just gonna put this bracelet in there and then you know if she's gonna go get it yeah ricard i guess that ricard is a snake he is dangerous that was a smart plan yeah it was and like i said normally i don't do this but i did this one time Um, i listened to another podcast and they were talking about how a lot of shan's plays are coming from ricard's mind but shan's the one that seems to be getting uh the credit for them and i was like that's that's really a studio observation i've not thought about that because it was his idea with jd it was his idea to uh put the thing in the uh the fake idol in the in the, the freaking parchment i can't word right now and there are other things too that i can't think of right well now. that was one of my biggest questions is is it is it really R- ricard running the show and then just kind of uh shan being the the closer uh i would say to a degree I mean, I don't think all of Shan's moves have been that. Like, these moves don't work if Shan isn't who she is as a person and can't connect with people. So, they're both just as important. But, again, Shan is the face. She's the one that's uh, carrying out most of these. So, whether or not it is equal, like, with uh, Stephen Fishback and... um, tj right jt jt sorry (laughs) he shouldn't have won that's why i don't really care to remember his name um (laughs) right you know that same kind of dynamic where he was the one that put it out there and then uh, jt was the one that kind of got everybody to go along with it um all right and so it definitely seemed like that was I know that Ricard was kind of hyping it up to Jeannie to kind of be like, oh, there's some kind of tension between us. Like, I gotta, I want to vote out Shan when really he didn't want, he was just um, hoping that Jeannie would vote for Shan and, you know, they, them two could vote out her. Yeah, no, no. But do you think that there is some kind of truth to it that Ricard really believes like, hey, I'm the one orchestrating all of this stuff, but then here's Shan getting all the dang credit. Do you think there really is some kind of like rift there? I don't think so. I don't, I mean, I think they're both smart enough to know that later down the line, they're going to have to get rid of each other. Uh, Ricard having to get rid of Shan more than Shan necessarily need to get rid of Ricard. Um, but that's just basic gameplay. I don't. I don't think they're like really at each other's throats. 
I don't think they really are, but I think that there is some truth to their to their stories there. I think in some case, Ricard's like, here I am, orchestrating all this stuff, and Shan's just getting all the credit of it, getting all the credit. I think there is some truth there, and I don't think it's like detrimental to their relationship right now, um, but I think because of that, Ricard... Or Shan, they're going to go after each other sooner than later. Yeah, yeah. And they're both damn good players. I'm glad we we got them both on this season. 100% glad. It's super entertaining to watch both of them. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy because you say, well, who gets to credit for the move when they're really working in sync? You know, it's tough. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, because, like, sure, you can craft the idea... But if you can't execute it, then it's a garbage move. But if you can't come up with the idea in the first yeah, place, never gonna... and then you have no move to execute, eh, I don't know. I don't know which. It, I guess it just ends up depending on which, which you think is more important. Because it, you know it could be argued that even if Shan doesn't have uh, these big thought out schemes to you know carry out which i think again i don't think all of the things that she's done has been ricard being like hey go do this you know um but even if she didn't i think her social skills are probably well more than enough to kind of cover that so do you think shan made the right move here in getting rid of genie over a ricard because here was the big dilemma it's the strategist which is Ricard, or the loyalist, which is Jeannie, because the Jeannie would probably have been loyal to her. Um, and Ricard, he's a snake in the grass. Like he's a good, he's been a good loyal ally so far. But can you fully trust Ricard? I don't think it matters. If Shan was a weaker social player, then I would definitely have been more in the way of keeping Jeannie. But like we've seen in this episode, how like she instantly made a connection with them. Liana. Liana. So there's, like, if she can do that with pretty much anybody, and she's good. She can, I mean, she's got to be careful and make sure people don't see see that too much, that she can do that. Because uh, if, if this tribe had been full of smarter people, they would have got out Shan, like, first or second. Shan and Ricard are both really solid players, and it'll be interesting to see, you know, which one is going to make it further. My, my money's on Ricard making it further. I, and again, it's just me trying to read into edits. I think Shan's edit is too good right now. Well, let's let's change it. Let's go to the the Yasa tribe, and we see Evie and Xander off talking to each other, and uh, Tiffany and Leon are back at camp, and Tiffany. You know, she's paranoid. She's like, I think, I think, uh, Evie, she might be closer to Xander than what we think. I think she might be more loyal to him than she is with us. And that could mean that, you know, she could get rid of one of us than other than Xander, which in reality, Evie is totally loyal to the Women's Alliance. And so <laughs> Tiffany, she's like, we need to go through Xander's bag, see what he has. Which I honestly thought that they already knew what all he had because I thought Evie done, you know, told everything about it to him. I can't stand. 
I can't. I can't stand <laughs> Tiffany. Like, good lord. Like, there's a healthy amount of suspicion, you know, that that's needed with playing Survivor. But my God, she just she will just not believe anything unless she sees it, sees it with sees it sees it sees it with her own eyes, and it's just so annoying. And it sounds like um. We just said her name, dang it. Liana. Liana is having, is like buying into what Tiffany's saying. Like, um, where are they getting this Kool-Aid from? Like, Tiffany, where are you getting it from and how are you injecting it into people's bloodstreams to, to believe? How? How? Do you know? I'm pretty sure there are actually people pulling for Tiffany to win this season. Do you know that? Have you have you seen have you seen this yeah, on? Why not? Oh no, no, oh that mm-mm. no. So she, her and Liana go through Xander's bag. They find all of his stuff. They read it. They find out that he has this idol. He has a certain phrase he's got to say, and um, they find out he has an extra vote. Is and it? so, yeah, his was extra. I keep. Because they, they've gone from extra vote to steal a vote uh, to the... No, they did like two extra votes, right? Back to back, and then a steal a vote, and now the... Whatever it's called. Yeah, knowledge is power. Yeah, that jank thing. So, and then it just so happens, it makes it look like, oh, while they're going looking through his bag, Evie's trying to convince... Xander to say, hey, you know what, you, you, it's probably a good idea to let Tiffany in on that you have an idol. That way she kind of trusts you a little bit more. And so Xander's like, you know, you know what, that's a good idea. We need to pull in uh, Tiffany closer with us. And so he comes back to camp and he's like, you know, Tiffany, I, I found an idol. And she's like, oh, just now? Which I thought was pretty smart because then it tests him whether or not he's going to lie to you because she done found it in his damn bag already. And so uh, Xander goes off to show it to her and explaining all these things. And he catches himself in a lie, which he should have known that he done said the phrase already. That's true. And she catches him in a lie and says, well, then you've already said it. And then he has to own up to it. And uh, Xander was like hilarious, saying how like oh she works with like delinquent kids, she has to be forgiven to people that like, like lies. And I was just like, uh, I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> that's not how that works on Survivor. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Uh, I will say as much as I shit on Tiffany, that was that was good of her. Like honestly, I was expecting her just to straight up call him out on it, um, but she. She did very craftily, like, back him into a corner, which forced him to tell the truth. So, good on her for that. And I think she did it in a way, too, is like, if she did call him out and was like, well, screw you, you lied. But she did it in a way, was like, you know, you, you're lying. And he was like, oh, crap, you caught me. And so, now he still thinks that they're good together right. when it's... Tiffany really doesn't trust him. Where, well, she could have called him out and was like, well, screw you, you're a liar. And then he would know for certain that, she, you know, she doesn't trust him, but now he thinks that she trusts him, even though she really doesn't. Right. Yeah. There's definitely an art to calling somebody a liar, as as weird as that sounds. Um, or it's a matter of whether or not you accuse them of anything. Um, whenever uh, you're confronting somebody, because um, like, just 
real life, real life situation that happened to me. Um, I have this this tumbler cup that I take to work, and I drink water, try to be healthy, and all that stuff. And I left it in a spot in a spot where it just uh, I was like, oh, it's probably safe here. And then lo and behold, it's just like whoop, it's gone. You know, uh, somebody just picked it up and took it. I was like, what the heck? And so I found out who's in the room. I called them. I was like, hey, um, I know you were in that room earlier. Uh, I was seeing if maybe you accidentally had picked up my cup, and blah, blah, blah. And then they admitted it. <laughs> and then they brought it back. They they didn't. They didn't accidentally take that cup. Oh. <laughs> Ain't no way. But, but, you know, I got my cup back, and everything was kind of smoothed out. But, right, it's the same kind of thing that Tiffany did. Yeah, and, and the whole time while Xander was trying to explain these things and dig out his idol, she was making faces and was like, oh my God, look at him. He's, he's you know, he's just lying straight to my face and all this. Tiffany looks like somebody I know, and I can't remember who. I, I can't place it. I can't. Oh. Anyways. But that that's the Yasa tribe, and uh, we do go to Luvu, but not really much happens. We just see that Deshaun and Danny are talking about they're worried about a women's alliance about the women getting together because uh so far it's been mostly guys that's been voted out and they're worried like oh well you know if we do merge these women can get together and then us guys are going to be down in the numbers so it's like this is even a more reason why we need to vote out erica because she's a woman that'll be one less number for them and well I, i thought it was interesting that they go to to Nasir. Like, I wonder if they thought that maybe they could convince him to like, oh yeah, we, well, one thing is, is that if they don't fill him in, he's just gonna, you know, step in and win the challenge for him anyway. So they had to, I guess they felt like they had to include him in on the plan of throwing it. And he was just like, no way we are not throwing it. And so I guess they had to back out of the whole plan of throwing the challenge, but yeah, Nasir is great. Very (laughs) lovable guy. Um, but I feel like his downfall is going to be his, like, too willing to be straightforward. Obviously, he knows he has to lie and backstab and stuff, and he's already tried to do that. Um, but, like, when the opportunities really present itself, he doesn't seem to take them. So, we go to the immunity challenge, and this is where, you know, Shan, she's already opened it, and they come up with this whole plan to get to tell Jeannie, like, oh, we're just going to say the phrase just so we can see if anybody else gets it or finds it. And so Shan says it, and then, uh, well, they actually set it up pretty good because Ricard is like, you know, she's hungry. She just, all she thinks about is food. And then she's like, oh, you know, yes, broccoli's a bunch of small trees. And uh, Ricard's like, yeah, even uh, that guy over there was talking about ladybugs or something. And then like Xander's like, oh, actually what I said was, uh, you know, I truly believe that butterflies are dead relatives coming to say hi. And then after that, it was like, crickets and jeff is like all right well i guess and then and then last minute last second nasir comes in and he's like uh i actually uh I, i'm as confused as a goat on astroturf and i was like he found it he found it it was kind of a cool reveal to reveal it that way instead of just showing us you know him finding it that morning i agree and and i think as bad as it sounds it um I think it played to Nasir's advantage that um, he isn't originally from America or Canada because 
maybe those people assume wrongly that maybe that's just a phrase from where he's from for some reason. Like, cause I think he's the only one that could have said it and people not be like, what, what does that mean? Without, without causing some kind of suspicion. But we also know Deshaun knows about the idol, right? Yeah. From Eddie. Yeah. So, ship will Island. so, so he may, I don't, who knows what has been disclosed and what hasn't been between the two of them. I don't remember. And so, yes, now all of the idols have been activated. Xander finally gets his vote back. He can vote. He has an extra vote. And now Shan has the idol. Ricard has extra vote. And then uh, on Luvu, Nasir has the idol. And that's basically... It was a very, very touching story about how his daughter would go and hide. Yeah, she would make idols and then hide them in his yard and he would find them. Yeah, I saw this picture um, he had posted with his daughter with, with an idol. And then I was like, wait, hold on. Did, <laughs> wait. And then, then, then I was like, oh, okay, that was a fake idol. Okay. That was, that was like, like, did that, he actually get voted <laughs> What Did he go home with an idol in his pocket? Major spoilers right now? Yeah, I know. That would be something. I guarantee you <laughs> CBS would be like <laughs> calling him up in a heartbeat. And so we do have the immunity challenge, and in the end, they have to do slingshots. And it was it's, uh, the Yasa tribe wins, and it comes down between uh, Nasir and uh, Ricard. Mm. And uh, dude, <laughs> super cinematic dude, shot that of Ricard. Was badass, yeah. I have to say that was pretty cool. It was like slow motion, sweat coming off his face, and and the bag just tips the top of it and you see it shift just a little bit and it doesn't even knock off and then Nasir wins the challenge and then they, they, those three have to go to tribal council yeah hey listen if you're gonna if you're gonna try and make it suspenseful at least like it may look good right <laughs> so. and so after that the Yasa tribe they win they win a tarp too but um they have to pick somebody from the losing tribe to go to Shipwell Island and they pick none other than Shan and then uh, Liana volunteers to go with her to the Shipwheel Island. And uh, so when they get there, and, and it's obviously not good for Shan to be away from Tribal Council at a moment like this. Uh, she ain't not worried about. Uh, well, that's true. <laughs> I, I think, like, why do they always pick the losing tribe? Because in, in, in they have to give up this thing where it's like protect your vote or risk your vote. They're on the losing tribe. And especially for you, they're not going to risk their vote when they're supposed to go to tribal council. It just, uh, to me, it almost automatically sets up for whoever wins to get the advantage. I mean, maybe, but if whoever's on the losing tribe is a smooth talker, you know, maybe they need the advantage that they're about to get or possibly get. And then as a way of like forming a bond, maybe possibly later on down the road, the person on the winning tribe is like, okay, well, I'll help you out this time. I don't know. Cause I'd be like, I want that advantage. And I'd be like, uh, uh you ain't got no power because you going to need your vote. Cause there ain't but three of you over there. So you're going to have to protect your vote. So I'm going to risk mine and get whatever kind of advantage it is. I, I mean, you can do that, but. You sound like an asshole. You sound like an <laughs> asshole when you said it right then, Josh. <laughs> I mean, it's it's what it's like what you said. Shane should have just told the truth. What are they gonna do about it? They can't do nothing about it. 
Well, in that scenario, yeah, Sharon should have just said it with a chest. But if you're trying to garner, uh, and I wouldn't say that to their face anyway, but that was a, well, that's what I would be thinking. Okay. It, we see Shan and Liana. They seem to be like they were wanting to form an alliance earlier. Like they all kind of seem like you know they seem like somebody I wanted to work with. And we see they bond up at the top of Shipwell Island, and Shan's telling everything about her mom, and you know about her passing away, and all these different things. And so they bond over that. And the whole time up the trek, they're telling everything. They they can't. There's no secrets on this season. Yeah, and there's too many damn advantages as well. And so you know, Liana saying that yeah, Xander has extra votes. Xander has an idol. Or Shan's telling her, "I got a, I got an idol. I just got, you know, I just gave the extra vote to Ricard, and if I'm not here, Ricard, he can't be trusted." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is just, I don't know." Yeah, I think you, I think it's better to keep more things a secret. I, I don't know why. It's just like this season for some reason, everybody's just like, "Yep, I'm just gonna no secrets. Let's just tell everybody everything." But I guess this is somebody that she really wanted to work with and to build up that bond. Why not give up information? I don't know. Did she tell her that she had the immunity idol? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it was obvious anyways because she said that. I, she knew, yeah. Yeah, but she... so Lihana gets the advantage. And this is the crazy part. Man, whoo. Yeah, this is a brand new advantage that's never been seen before. It's the knowledge is power advantage. And so this is what Liana has the power to do. She can ask one of two questions. This is at Tribal Council, only at Tribal Council. Before Jeff, you know, cast the votes or whatever, uh, she has to ask some, she can ask anybody one of two questions. Do you have an idol or do you have an advantage? And that person cannot lie to her. And if they have an idol or an advantage, they have to give it up to her. So does the shot in the dark, does that count as an advantage? No. Uh, that's just something that everybody has. Right, right. But it could be an advantage, right? Like, by definition, like it seems to be included in every other rule when it comes to the beware advantage or idol. I don't know. I don't think that they would classify that as an advantage. I'm just wondering. I mean, it's probably not, but... Uh, again they're um, they have they're introducing all these all these things and we're not getting a whole lot of clarification all at once and so i'm just confused um yeah that's hella overpowered especially in this game where there's no secrets yeah, being kept she knows just about everything she knows xander has an eye well, like xander is screwed yeah she's gonna snatch that I, like, thing quicker than the the only thing i that gives me hope that xander might not be is the fact that they're se- they seem to be building that so much, and so I'm hoping as the person who picks Xander as a second pick that um that's not going to that's that's a good sign instead of a bad sign. This is something I was thinking about. What if what if Shan screwed herself here? Like this whole time, Liana moves through the game. She doesn't even really need to use this advantage. They get to like the final seven, final eight. Shan's there. Everybody else done got voted out with their idols or whatever. And Shan's the only one with her idol left. And Liana knows about it. 
Like, if there's nothing else to steal, hell, steal Shan's idol. That would be hella foreshadowing. That would be crazy. That would that would be something. That would that would be like on the same level of um uh what's what is his name? Um the puzzler guy. What's what is his name? From Survivor Mission. Oh, Nate. Nate. That, that would be the same kind of foreshadowing as what they did with Nate and not being able to remember George's name. <laughs> yeah, and she also knows that Nasir has an idol too. So do you think she would be more willing to steal Xander's because she already has like some distrust with him? Or she seems steal to, Nasir? She seems to be honed in on Xander. So. Yeah, that's what I know. Like I feel like Xander so much. Well, I guess not because she was like, "Well, I'll tell Tiffany about the idol," but she didn't. He didn't say like, "I want to tell Liana about the idol." So there must be some kind of distrust between Liana and Xander. So, and it sucks too to have this advantage come out, I and mean, especially paired with this one where you have to say phrases where it's so easy to kind of pick on like who has the idols. What if I thought about this too? What if somehow? Xander found out about this whole knowledge is power thing and he's like, Well crap, she knows I have it. Let me pass it off to somebody. Who, and then she Who who would she pass it off to? Or well, would it Evie or something. Evie Evie's gonna tell her. Then she's Well, I mean what, what, I'm just saying, like, what if scenario he could pass it off to somebody and was like, Hey, hold on to this. I mean, obviously, you know, if he did that, they're just going to be like, screw you, I'm keeping it, and probably vote him out anyways. But, like, it would be pretty badass if somehow he found out about it it's and only, then passed it off, and then she just wastes it. It's only badass if, he use, if it works. If it doesn't work, it ain't. That's 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 where I'm at with any, <laughs> any of these moves. But, yeah, it's, um, I don't know. I, I'm, like, I've heard some people um, kind of are upset with it. And I think near the start of it, I said it was kind of a jank. In a season where people aren't telling every all the secrets all the time, it's not it's not super terrible because if you're going through a game and you just have a really strong hunch and that hunch is wrong and you play it, okay, no harm, no foul. Uh, or if you take a you know you try and your hunch is right, oh, big big turnaround, you know. But since everybody just seems to be, we're just going to share everything, talk about all the things, not, you know, it just, if Xander is your favorite player for some reason, it just kind of makes it feel like, well, he's screwed. He's got all this other stuff working against him and that's finally gone. And now, uh, well, there's an advantage Taylor made to F him over again. Yeah, ain't that something? Now, the the moment that he finally gets his idol activated, the, here comes this power that can just take take it right away. Anyways, do you think like I, I'm sitting here thinking? I'm thinking like, do you think that is why they added so many freaking advantages and stuff and idols? Is they really wanted this knowledge is power to pay off in the end? I mean, I that did. gives her more chances and more options to be right in using it. I don't know. I really I don't know. I just, please just stop with the advantages. Like this season is going to be a great season, but it's not because it's because of the advantages that they keep introducing. It's going to be because it has great people on it. Like period. That's it. 
And all right, so I did pause it, and there are a few extra things on there that it says. It says that if a player has more than one advantage or idol, it is up to them to decide which one they want to give to you. If they do not have, they do not have to reveal that they have more than one. You have to tell them that you can't say like, "Oh, if you have more than one, you have to reveal it to me." You have to say like, "Oh, you you don't have to if you do have more." Um, and it says, if there are any limitations on, on the advantage or idol, you must reveal them to, you know, they must reveal that to you. Right. So, so good until final six, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's good till final six, which I thought that was interesting because I didn't think about the possibility of someone having more than one advantage or more than one idol. Yeah. Because normally that doesn't happen. <laughs> what? Brad had three, didn't he? He had the idol. Did he have an extra vote? He no. had still a vote. He had still a vote. He just okay. had I don't know why. I don't know why I thought he had a third one. But yeah. it's only if like if you went up to Brad and you're like, and, and somehow he had two idols and one advantage, and you said, "Hey, do you have an advantage?" And then he would just have to give whatever advantage to you. Right. Well, I just hope that if when it's played, Jeff reads the rules. I'm sure they will, right? They wouldn't just ac- accidentally not read it and then let that person screw themselves over by revealing more information than they needed to. Right, Josh? They're going to make sure the rules are followed. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure. Sound like you don't have much faith in the production. They, I, listen, it's rolling over from Survivor Michigan they, they at this a, point. They run a tight shift, okay? It is, it's rolling over. I was, like The quality of the show is great. The... The way that they're editing it is great. You just le- it's just good. It's a good game, purely by itself. Like throw in a couple advantages, sure, mix things up. But damn, every episode. And so, is there anything else from this episode? Um, I thought I had something I was going to say earlier, but it it has left me, and I cannot remember. So let's talk about the preview where Jeff's is like, all right, drop your buffs. You are. And they're like, merge. And he's like, nope, not, not really. So it's a big question. And then we see Evie saying, like, it's never before been done on Survivor. And so it just leaves a big question of what the heck is going to happen next week on Survivor. <laughs> Uh, my theory was some sort of one world situation where, you know, even if they do somewhat get divided up in some kind of tribes or situation that they're all going to be going to like a, a beach together for some reason. And uh, I got a lot of flack for it because we watch uh, me and, and Leanne and Chelsea and, and Nicholas and all of us, we, we have a Snapchat group, which we, we talk about it. We watch the show together and comment on it. And right afterwards, I was saying how, you know, I think that's going to happen. And boy, they were like, nope. Made me think like I was stupid. No, and, no, then, I, 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 and then I start listening to the, Survivor the, Know-It-Alls. The, the, two can I, can I speak? former players of the game agreed with me. Are you done? Are you done? Yes. Okay. Okay, because I want my time to speak as well. <laughs> Even though I tried to interrupt, you wouldn't let me, so don't interrupt me. Okay? Okay. So, when Josh brought it up, 
he did a very, very poor job at explaining what exactly it was that he was talking about. Right. So then I, I, I then after Josh, like, was like, oh, look at, look how big my, my brain is. And they agree with me. This survivor analyst, like referring to himself in the third person, I was like, hold on, dog. This is just a podcast for fun, man. What are you, what are you, what are you doing? Calm down. Uh, he, he, so he posts this like little snippet from it. And so we listened to it. Then I was like, uh, maybe. So then last night, I was, I got a little buzzed and I was like, oh, you know what? I'll listen to this podcast Josh is always talking about. It's, it's probably fun. Um, then I heard them talking about it. And I was like, that's not what Josh said at all. Sharing all, all three tribes sharing one beach. That is not what you said. That is why I was, I was like, no, that's stupid. Why would you? So, but with that said, apparently it's never been done before. So, how how is it going to be something from one world if if it's never been done before, Josh? Well, it's never been done before because they never done it where they were complete separate tribes on separate beaches and then go to a one world situation. In one world, they started out and they stayed on one beach the whole time. So that is different. But it's still all the same tribes on the same beach. I mean, I don't, I don't, the timing's different. No, no, Josh. Josh has a really big pride. Um, especially when it comes to Survivor. All right. This Survivor analyst disagrees with that Survivor <laughs> analyst. What else from this episode? I uh, like during the start we were talking about um, something with Jeannie, and I can't, I can't remember. I was trying to. There was oh the thing with JD. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> I was right. JD was lying. Yeah, that's what Jeannie said in her exit interview. She was because, you know, I was saying how JD said in his exit interview where he was like, you know what, I wanted to, to go with Jeannie and let's vote out Ricard or something. And then she just wouldn't be down for it. And so Rob called her out, was like, hey, you know, JD said this. Is that true? And Jeannie was like, that's absolutely 100% false. So he was lying. Well, I, I mean, they. They were at least a little more diplomatic about it. They were like, "Who? Knows? We just got conflicting stories. Who knows?" <laughs> but here on the Survivor Analyst Podcast, we call out liars. JD was lying. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that was that was it. That's what it was. Like, so do you think they waited until all three um, idols were found to do this? Because because if they don't, if they go to one beach right and two of the idols aren't found and only one's been found then that's one person who's just left out of voting until merge so do you think they strategically waited or do you think that they maybe might have moved the the idol on luvu to an easier spot for it to be found i don't think i i don't think that they i think they have set places for the idols i think they had they have the season planned out i don't think they just change things up on the fly right so if it's not merge then because you have to prepare for the idols not not being found right so then i feel like that's another tally and maybe not one one big beach uh scenario unless unless they were just they were just gonna move the beware 
the other beware idols that maybe possibly hadn't been found to that beach. Which, I mean, maybe. But then that opens it up for anybody to be able to find it. Which, again, I mean, it's possible. But that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? I just think if no one had found it, found that other third one or whatever, then, you know, either Shan and um, Xander would have been screwed if they did come together. And so it wasn't no official merge. So that's what you think? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they were hoping for like all three found, which luckily happened. And then, you know, now we got three idols that's in play. Yeah. So do you think that was another reason why uh, Nasir was like no to uh, intentionally losing it for, to go to Tribal Council? Because he had already found the advantage or the idol? I thought about that, and I was like, that could be, that. that's another reason why. And I did notice where... Um, <laughs> Uh, Danny was like, I bet she found the idol too. And then Nasir was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure he found it by then too. I think that was a, that was like a call back. Like they wanted you like, oh, you know, he said that. Had you ever, th- had, have you solved the, uh, the game within the game or whatever? Yeah. Um, what was the word? Learning. Learning curve. Learning curve. Cause it was curved. Yeah, I knew that. As as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah. Dude, this is the first time I've even solved it. Because I I was like, like, learning arch, learning something. I did not, like, learning curve did not come to me. (laughs) And I hadn't had time to really think about it. But, like, the whole time I was trying to think about it, I was like, arch, curve. Yeah, learning curve did not come to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I will say the one from last episode was really, I, I was, cause it, it was like nothing in my brain was like, yeah, it's a red E. So that's, that's why I, sh- that's how I should read it. I was just like, E, E Bible, E, E, what? Or what was it? It was supposed to be ready for trouble. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, e, what is this supposed to be? Is, is, is Survivor going Christian now? Is that is that what's happening? <laughs> Jeff's is going to be like, all right, guys, open up to First uh, John, blah blah blah. We're going to no. have Pastor Shan lead the <laughs> lead the sermon. <laughs> no idols, guys. No idols. <laughs> It'd be like a that was, that was that was a callback Pastor to you. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> that was a callback to you, boy. I know. I'm excited to see him in All Stars, but has it been confirmed? Yeah, it's been confirmed. But if it ain't, if he ain't on there, I'm riding. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. We well, can, I will be. We we gonna watch it. I'm not saying I'm not watching it, but I'm gonna be riding about it. Though. Rioting. I, I thought you said riding. See, rioting. listen, listen. That is the that is the issue with us Southern people. <laughs> we don't enunciate a lot. A lot. Riding. Yeah, I was like, it's because, like, because then I got like three different possible choices. It's like riding, like riding a letter, riding, like riding a bike, or rioting. You know. Anyways, because this whole time that you've been saying Shipwell Island, I I'm like, is he saying Shipwell Island? Why why is, why is he calling it that? Anyways, the struggle of being Southern. I do have some interesting news is that i will be going to 
Davy Rickenbacker's Halloween party to watch Survivor with the rest of them there. It'd be kind of cool. Uh, I think Davy Rickenbacker, he's there. Ron Clark, because it's going to be at the Ron Clark Academy. I think uh, Sharia. I think Rick Devins is supposed to be there. Get his autograph for me. No, I'm going to ask him to be here on the podcast. After. Hey, listen, if you can get him on, I will agree with everything he says. <laughs> not Probably not, but... So, yeah, that'll be and, interesting. And, and and Davey did mention that there was going to be somebody from Survivor 41 there at the party. So I'm interested to see hey who bro, that might be. Maybe it'll be Brad. Brad? <laughs> Brad from what, Wyoming? Listen, could you imagine I'm trying to think, like, Brad, rolling, Brad rolling up into one of them parties, like got his Gucci suit on, got his gold, 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 He's gold watch on. He's going to be in his armor suit. Mm, no, no. He's going to be in his boots. Got shades on pimped out that's that's how that's how i imagine brad rolls up to parties what if it's shan uh, that'd be cool what if it's jd uh that wouldn't be cool what i, no, I would love to talk to jd uh no jd is no jd feel, i feel like jd would just if he could get into a circle jerk with himself he would <laughs> oh lord all right, well, that does it for this episode of the Survivor Analyst Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Analyst Podcast and on Instagram at uh, Survivor underscore Analyst underscore Podcast. Yes. And so we will see you guys next time. Peace.